Lukutas Sichis Chelik Yitzayin Pirkei Yavis The Final Mishnah Rab Chanani Menakashu Aimer. The Mishnah says Rab Chanani Menakashu Aimer Ratzagos Baruch Hu Lezakai Sis Yisrael. Rab Chanani Menakashu says Hashem wanted to give merits to the Yidden, therefore Lefigachir Belem Torah Mitzvahs. Therefore He gave them many much Torah Mitzvahs. Shenemer as it says Hashem Chafetz Leman Sidkei Yadul Torah Viyader Hashem wants. In, in, because of his righteousness therefore he increased Torah, he made Torah great and powerful, in other words much Torah so we need to understand what's the connection between this Maimer, this statement of Rav Hanani and Pirkei what's the connection between the two also, the same meaning is to say before we start Pirkei to say Kol Yisrael Yashalom which also has no real connection, doesn't seem to have real connection to Masechta Ovis. It's actually from Masechta Sanhedrin. So, what's the connection between that and this, and Pirkei Ovis? So, to understand this, we first have to stand, understand our Mishnah. The Bartanura says, explains, that there are certain things in Torah which a person wouldn't have done anyway. For, in, uh, for instance, eating uh, creepy crawlers, which are disgusting to people to eat anyway. So really there was no need for the Torah to make them into a mitzvah. But Hashem wanted to give the Yidin even more schus, and therefore even things that they wouldn't have done on their own become a mitzvah. When you refrain, it becomes a mitzvah in order to give the Yidin more schus. But that leaves the question, what does Hirbalahem many mitzvahs. How many are there such mitzvahs that a person wouldn't do anyway and the Torah wrote it anyway? It's only a few here and there that you can find that, that, are, that have that uh, you know, character. The Rambam explains it differently. When a person how can a person be zeicha to chaya oilam He says when you fulfill a mitzvah perfectly in every way you do it l'shem shamayim you do it with joy you do a perfect mitzvah, then you're zeicha to But most people don't do mitzvahs in a perfect way. So the Eivishter gave many, many mitzvahs, hundreds and hundreds of mitzvahs. One of them you'll get right. One of them you'll be able to get right. So therefore, every person, every yid has the one mitzvah that he can get right by doing those many mitzvahs. One of them will get right. That's how the Ebeshter gave the Yidin Deschus to be able to get a mitzvah right by giving many, many options. There's the one that you will do perfectly. Which explains why Hirbalahem. Now Hirbalahem makes sense. Why do you need so many? But on the other hand, that doesn't bring out any quality in having a lot of mitzvahs. It just says that because you have so many mitzvahs, you'll get one right. But that's not, that doesn't explain why there should be many mitzvahs. Only that it's a means to an end. But it doesn't seem to bring out a quality in having many mitzvahs themselves, on its own. Also, we have to understand, since the, uh, the mission, the Pasuk that he quotes is Hashem Chavetz Laman Tzitkai. But when he talks about it, Lezakai says Yisrael, why doesn't he use Letzadek Es Yisrael or a similar Lashen to the, uh, the Pasuk? Also that the Mishnah says Ratzah HaKadosh Baruch Hu, but from the Pasuk it says Hashem Chafetz. So why does the Mishnah change the language of the, from the Pasuk from Chafetz to Ratzah? Another thing is the Mishnah says Hirbalahem Mitzvah, which is a quantitative increase in Mitzvahs, but from the Pasuk it says Yagdil Tehrim which is a qualitative 
greatness of Torah, not a quantitative one, but a qualitative one. So how is the how does the pasuk fit with what the Mishnah is saying? So the explanation is <clears throat> as as to the amount of mitzvahs that the Abisha decide, decided to make, that there is no question. You can't ask why is there six hundred and thirteen mitzvahs? Why isn't there less? Why isn't there more? Whatever number it would have been, you could still ask the question, why isn't there less? Why isn't there more? So that can't be the question of the Mishnah. Because none of us can say, what's the right number of mitzvahs? What is too much? What's too little? Rather, what the Mishnah is saying is, of course there has to be 630 mitzvahs. These are the mitzvahs that the Ebishter wants us to do, so they're there. The question is, we find in the Gemara that, Ba David vehemidam al achadesrei. David HaMelech came and he encapsulated, he was able to condense all the mitzvahs and show how 11 mitzvahs actually include all the mitzvahs of the Torah. Reb Sad shows how the Aseris Adibris include all the mitzvahs in the Torah. So the question is, why did the Ebeshter divide it into 613 separate mitzvahs? Why not condense them into... 10 general categories, let's say, of mitzvahs, and each mitzvah has many, many details. I don't know, as an example, there's a mitzvah of Dalad Minim. You can have one mitzvah of Dalad Minim, which is actually what it has, or you could have four separate mitzvahs, Alulav, Esrig, Hadassim, Aravas. So why is it that these mitzvahs were divided, subdivided into so many different specific categories and details? Why not just have 10 general principle mitzvahs and all the other, and everything in, is included into those ge- ten general principles. I'm just using ten as an example. So now the Rambam's answer makes much more sense because the, if the Abishta would have given ten mitzvahs and he wants a yid to be able to at least do one mitzvah perfectly, if you have to do a mitzvah which has 660 details in it, and you have to get it right, you have to get every detail right, and everything has to be done Hashem Shemayim, it would be very difficult for a Yid to actually ever do a mitzvah to perfection. Therefore, because the Ebishta wanted to give us this chus to be able to do it to perfection, he divided it into 613. And therefore, those, a small mitzvah, meaning a mitzvah which contains one mitzvah, that you can do perfectly. That's how he did, that's what he was wanted to be mezakah us, to be able to do one mitzvah perfectly. That makes sense the way the Rambam explains it now. Now to understand it from primisi and from the inner dimension of Torah. Mitzvahs are divided into many, many categories. There are general separations of mitzvahs, like there's the positive mitzvahs and the negative mitzvahs, which are opposite to each other. These you have to do, these you're not allowed to do. Then there is Eidus Chukim Mishpatim. There is the logical mitzvahs, there are the super logical mitzvahs. And each mitzvah has its own purpose, its own reason, its own intent, and kavana, and so on. The same is true of Torah as well. It's divided into general categories of, let's say, Pshat, Remez, Drush, Said. Then there goes into more greater detail. 40, the Gemara talks about 49 reasons to say something is Torah. 49 reasons to say something is Torah. In other words, 49 facets of the same idea, of the same concept. Then there's Shivim Ponim Torah, 70 facets to every matter of Torah. Then there is even further, we say that there is Shishim Ribui Pirushim 
in every area of Torah. 600,000 explanations for every concept in Torah. So the question is, how is it that the Torah which comes from Hashem Echad and is a Torah Achas, it all comes from within the unity of Hashem. How does it get divided into so many different details? How is it spread into so many, so much ischalkas, so much division and separation? Since the whole purpose of Torah, it comes from unity, and the purpose is to bring unity, and that a yid should become attached and connected with Hashem. So how does unity lead to such division and detail? So the Mishnah explains, the Eibishter wanted to, the Lezaka is from the word refinement. Hashem wanted to refine the Jewish people. What does that mean? There are two, the, to approach and to capture the unity of Torah is accomplished through Bittl. A person sets himself aside and opens himself up to the influence of Hashem, of the unity of Hashem, and therefore is caught up in the unity. He becomes attached and connected to the unity. So even though a person is made up of many different parts, there's different limbs in the person, there are different talents that a person has, different character traits, all of them are go into a state of bittel and receive that unit, unified um, influence from the Eivishter. That's what bittel accomplishes. But when you want to refine the person, it's not enough that you should set aside the person in, in order to receive the influence from the, the essence of Torah. Because that will not refine the details of the person. If you want to be able to refine the hand and the finger and the foot and the, so on, every part of the limb of the body, or the seichel, and you want to refine the midas, and you want to refine this part of seichel and that part of seichel, and you want to refine the details of the person, since the Eibishter wants that Torah should bring refinement to the specifics, to every detail in the person and every detail in the world, it's not going to happen from Bittel. That has to happen because you need to introduce every a part of Torah into that part of the person which can be influenced by that part of Torah. So the eye needs a certain area in Torah, a certain mitzvah which can refine the eye, and the same is true for every limb, and the same is true for every talent and every character trait. So for that you need to have details which talk to the details within the person. But then it comes out that the whole idea of Torah coming down into details is lowering the Torah. Because in its essence it's all unity. It's only for the purpose of being the Zachach that you have to bring it down a level. Is, so that leaves a question. Are we bringing down the Torah to a lower level for this purpose? So the Mishnah brings the Pasuk. Hashem chafetz l'man sidka yagel Torah v'yadir. That... The, the many details that we find in Torah brings a greatness into Torah, Yagdil Torah Biyadir, a power to Torah, and a greatness to Torah which wouldn't be there without this refinement that it's accomplishing. To explain, we know that the Nisabakajbarhaliasbirtahtainabhta created the world because he wanted a place that he could be in this world. The real meaning, the innermost meaning of that is where should the Dira be? Not in the world out there, but within the Shamas Yisrael. That's where the real, the true Dira has to be accomplished. How can a Yid become a Dira Le'ezbarech? By refining the details, the specifics within him. 
the Ebishter has to be comfortable in every single detail within the Yid. And only then is it a true dira. But when, from the perspective of Atmos Ein Sof, you can't say that the Kavon over there is getting down into details because in that place there is no details. Over there, the details are not recognized, are not heard, are not appreciated. So all of these details can only be realized in Seder Ishtalshalos, when, when it evolves downward and details become the reality. There, you can have the Dira B'tachtainim. So in other words, if you want to get to the real Dira B'tachtainim, the real Kavana of the creation, it must play out Tafke in many details. And that also explains why it says Yagdil Teire V'yadir in the future tense. He will make Teire great and will make Teire powerful. Why doesn't it say it? He has made Teire great. He has made Teire powerful. The reason is because in its original source within Hashem over there, the Teire is not yet great in this way, in the way that he describes it, that it has to become um, go down into the details and refine everything below as well. Only when it comes down into, when it will eventually go down through Hishtalshulas, will it become great. Will even the part that's within Hashem become great. That's why it's in a future tense. And this also explains the connection between Rav Hananim and Akasha and what he says to Pirkei Ovis. The Bar explains, why does Pirkei Ovis begin, Moshet Kibbal Teirah Why doesn't Mesechta Ovis, Mesechta, sorry, Mesechta Brachas, the first one start that way. And he explains because Masechtim uh, Ovis talks about moral teachings. And moral teachings, many non-Jewish sources also wrote books of moral teachings. Well, There's stuff that they came up on their own of what they think is the proper relationship between people and how people should conduct themselves towards each other. So one might think that since Masechta Ovis is talking about such matters, which even Goyim also wrote Lahabdul wrote certain things in those areas, so you would think that these are also things that the Chachamim came up from their own, these are their own ideas. So we say, no, Moshe Kibbal Torah Sinai. this is all a part of Torah, these were all derived from Torah. So the question is, why does the Torah need to write these things? If they're things which even Goyim could come up with, why does the Torah have to teach us these things? The answer is, Ratz HaGosh that he, the Eibishter wanted that the Yidin should become refined. How can a Yid become refined? It's not just how to conduct yourself towards other people. It's how do you become a better person? How do you change your own character? That has to come through Torah. And because the Eibishter, the ultimate purpose is Lezaka, is to refine the Yidin, that's why it's introduced into Torah as well, to become another way to refine yourself through Kedusha and the Eibishter and Torah. So now the question could come, how could you say that the ultimate purpose of Torah, in its very highest state, in its highest source, is in order to refine the Guv Bahamis? Because we're not talking about refining the Neshama. We're talking about refining the, the body and the, the animal soul. That's the ultimate purpose in the deepest place of Atzma Sein Sof, is to refine the, the physical body. So the answer to that is from the very first mish- the Mishnah that we say Kol Yisrael Yashlam Chelukah Lo which means the Neshama together with the Guf. 
because the guf itself is the, was chosen by Hashem as distinct from the non-Jewish guf, even though they would seem to be exactly the same. The Ebeshter made the choice, Tafkadir, as is uh, explained at length in Chesidus. And it's the Jewish body, which is Netzer Matoi. This is what the Ebeshter brags about. This is what he's proud of. This is what he's intensely proud of. And so therefore, yes, that is the ultimate purpose of Torah in the deepest place in Hashem, is in order to be mezachach, the Jewish body, the Gulf and Nebuchadnezzar